0: good morning
1: good morning how are you I'm good this morning how are you doing
0: I'm tired again oh I feel like I need to stop saying that that should not be my intro
1: <laughs> or we could just say this is my friend Joanne who has three children four and under
0: and one of which we decided to sleep train last night
1: oh no what's sleep training sleep
0: training is like Making them sleep because we did that for Henry. No, no. First.
1: It's not that you can't make them sleep, but you cannot respond to them when they cry. Yeah, so anyway, Eden has bad sleep associations. Mm.
0: Meaning, I would feed her through the night, and now we don't sleep anymore, and we're really tired. We're like, oh, we should stop that, and apparently, in the of like six months, they're not supposed to do that or something. I don't know, cultural standards, but anyway, we're tired. So that's why we're sleep
1: training. Oh, you're tired. Just
0: like,
1: so you try sleep training, but it makes you more tired until like, how long does it take? Like two weeks? Hopefully. Hopefully. If your children respond.
0: For now it's two cups a day of coffee and we're going to be okay.
1: <laughs> I believe in you. So we have the opposite thing going on at this house. We have an adult child who told me the other day that, um, sometimes he wakes up early in the morning and then he can't go back to sleep and he's so kind about it. And then I was like, oh, like, are we waking you up in the morning? He's like, well, sometimes (laughs) I was like, wait, are you just tell, are you trying to tell me that we're loud in the morning? (laughs) like, Well, kind of. I'm like, okay, that's nice. We're not stuff, ju- stuff to look forward to, Joanne. We're not going to do anything different, but <laughs> thanks I think for. It's,
0: it's more like, hey, you woke me up. Guess what? It's not that it's paintback,
1: but it's I know. like exactly. Oh. Yeah. All right. You want to read? Uh, we read well, the wrong think- one yesterday.
0: Yeah. So we're going to read on getting needs met. Ooh. <laughs> it's so real. Here we go. <laughs> Getting needs met. Picture yourself walking through a meadow. There is a path opening before you. As you walk, you feel hungry. Look, at your, look to your left. There is a fruit tree in full bloom. Pick what you need. Steps later, you notice you're thirsty. On your right, there's a fresh, on your right, there's a fresh water spring. When you are tired, a resting place emerges. When you, sorry, okay, someone's saying help me.
1: Adelaide, (laughs) keep reading.
0: Okay, I'm gonna keep reading. When you are tired, a resting place emerges. When you are lonely, a friend appears to walk with you. When you get lost, a teacher with a map appears. Before long, you notice the flow, need and supply, Desire and fulfillment. Maybe you wonder, someone gave me the need because someone planned to fulfill it. Maybe I had to feel the need so I would notice and accept the gift. Maybe closing my eyes to the desire closes my arms to its fulfillment. Demand and supply, desire and fulfillment. A continuous cycle unless we break it. All the the necessary supplies have already been planned and provided for this journey. And the prayer for today is today, everything I shall need, or everything I need shall be supplied to
1: me. Hmm. And it's interesting how early those needs start. It's like, it's like when we become adults, you know, that we somehow we, we as in codependence shifted from like understanding that, that our needs might need to be met also to just like trying to run around and like fix everybody else's needs or at least for me I guess for me um yeah and I think that I feel like reading this and reading it slowly and reading it again later you know like do I actually really believe that there's a power greater than me, that there is a God who actually wants to care for and provide for everything that I need. Do I actually really believe that?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a hard, it's, it's, it's a challenging one all the time because for me, anyway, it's like, I am like in the past or yeah, that, or just, even sometimes in the present, like, I'm scared to ask for what I need. I'm scared that my needs won't be met because they haven't in the past by someone. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, I'm scared that um, somebody grants me what I think I want, and they, um, in the end, make me feel bad for asking for it. Mm -hmm. Or, um, maybe there were strings attached to that wish or need being granted and so it's so easy i think from uh, even early on from what we're understanding is like even having small children of just like like we are kind of like god to our kids we get to show god to our kids um but the problem is is that yeah that i think that I'm imperfect. And so we learn as kids, maybe what our parents are like, and then maybe that's what we associate God to be like, or higher power to be like. And, and that's so challenging because they're imperfect. And so we get to, as adults, it seems like, at least this is what I'm learning in this recovery is like, I'm learning that it's true that God can meet my needs, but I'm still scared. Like, I'm still scared that he won't, I'm still scared that he's gonna have strings attached and he's gonna make me do something or perform for that need or that that want that mm-hmm. I have. Um, and so I think for me, that's that is often the big battle is like, what's the catch?
1: Well, and so often we do run around looking for like other people to fill these needs for us. You know, like I spent a significant amount of my life looking to my husband to like, fill all my needs and like it was never good enough you know I I remember being in a meeting and someone saying like you know try being with someone who actually like does all the things that you ask of them and then see how you feel and I was like that's exactly how I lived like this is me you know I got to last year and I'm like okay so everything everything is how it should be everything is how like I what I thought I wanted it to be you know I don't have to work right now my husband's amazing. He's, you know, but here I am now, I'm like nitpicking at all these little things and I'm never happy. I'm never content. I'm never, you know, I'm not rested. I'm not, and studies show like well-rested people are a lot kinder. (laughs) I just heard that last night on a podcast. They did like a scientific study that actually shows that if you're well-rested, you are scientifically proven, proven to be kinder. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, wow. That makes it, like, so extra hard for all these parents of young children. (laughs) Well, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, I think that that's something that I've actually been watching in your life is, like, what you've said. You're like, well, this is my life, and, and this is, you know, all of these things are actually really great, and my life is really great. It's maybe the greatest it's ever been, and yet, you know, your disease is like, flaring up left, right, and center in all these places. And so, I often will think of that for myself, of, like, it's really easy. And I mean, I it's... Often I'll just joke about it, because it makes me feel better to make light of situations. But, like, it's like, we're tired. We're exhausted. We have three young kids. Like, this is life. Like, our regular, normal needs are not there. I go to bed. I don't know if I'm going to... How many times I'm going to be woken up that night. I have no control yeah. over it. But, like... You know, is it a practice of just being like, okay, Lord, like, how do I, um, will you give me power? Will you give me strength? Like, Mm -hmm. not going to torture me through this process of having young kids. That's horrible. Um, but again, just like watching, watching you and just being like, well, what will ever be enough for me? Like, what will ever? And so if I can do that here, what would it be like over there? Or, you know, and watching you, like, it's, it's just life circumstances. And it's so easy to blame um, Mm -hmm. when our need for
1: that. And then getting into that mind shift of like actually waking up in the morning and saying like, yes, God today, like I believe that everything that I need will be supplied to me. And then that means throughout my day when I'm feeling, you know, when I start to feel that like discontent rise up in me, when I start to feel like out of control, when I'm like frustrated with the things around me, I have to stop again and say like, you know, just me and you, God, just me and you, <laughs> just me and you <laughs> like, I don't know, put me in some kind of bubble. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, specifically, I pray that for you today. Cause I think you do, you know, you do have for sure. You can, you can look at external circumstances right now and just be like, this is so hard. This is so hard. But I, I think that, You know, if we do believe that God is real and he does want what's best for us. And so, you know, he can do that like at any point in time. And so I do believe that he can do that for you today. He can meet your needs today for what you need. So some sort of miraculous rest despite lack of sleep.
0: This program is I think amazing sometimes it feels like magic where you're like all of you know your needs and I think that the cool thing about it too is that um I think that there's things that I think I need or things that I think I want and um sometimes my higher power, power actually has better ones in, in mind and like maybe I'm like this is the bare minimum like this is all I need and that's like if I can just meet the bare minimum and I've just I've seen God do beyond the bare minimum mm. um and so I think that's also just a really beautiful, hopeful thing. Not to say that God's like Santa or something, but um, he really does, I think, care about our needs, really cares about our wants, and treats us like his kids. And let's be honest, that's what we want. We want our kids as we talk. yeah, We want, our kids to, we want good for them. We want the best for them. That's just what parents are like.
1: So if they're, we don't really know who's watching or listening, and so if this hopefully this has given you something to think about and stirred something up inside of you. And so if you want to chat more, you can message us um, on our, wherever you're listening or watching, Um, or you can, I think if you're on a podcast, you can find us at ashes to rubies, Ottawa on uh, ashes, rubies.com and on Facebook and YouTube and all the places. And we have a small group that meets Wednesdays at noon, Eastern time at 12 o'clock. And we have a speaker And we have a share and tomorrow um, on Wednesday, we'll be hearing more about this, about codependency and recovery and, you know, how God wants to meet our needs exactly where you are today. So we leave you with that prayer that, um, that you will look to a power greater than you to meet your needs and not to the people and the world around you because they won't ever fill you. Mm. So that's my prayer for you today, Joanne. Have a good day, and I'm sure I'll probably talk to you later.
0: Sounds good. Everyone have a good day out there in internet land. Thanks for joining me.